Hello, beautiful souls. Welcome to the Balanced Mamas podcast, where East meets West to nourish women in every season, body, spiritually, and emotionally. We will talk about motherhood, pre and postnatal wellness, healing expansions, health, spiritual practices, and women leadership in the entrepreneurial space. We're going to get real, raw, and vulnerable. So sit down, get comfortable, because today is going to be amazing. Hey, 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 welcome back. It has been a minute. Such is life, such is motherhood. The past week has been a little rough because this podcast is all about realness and motherhood and women's overall wellness, spiritually, physically, emotionally, everything, right? So a week ago, just no, a week and a half ago now, the baby pulled a boiling hot cup of tea over himself, landed us in the ER and the Sutru clinic. So that was a terrifying experience. And then the pretty much the whole house got a cold and a stomach bug. It was a lot. There wasn't a whole lot of sleeping. There was a lot of rotating of kids, but... I made it through. I survived. And so that's what's been going on over here, to be completely real and honest. And, you know, during that time, it was a triage. What comes first, right? The family, our health, because without our health, we are nothing. And as a mother, you know, our children, our children always are going to be priorities in life. So Now we are on the mend, the bug and the cold are gone, thank goodness, and we're just in recovery mode for the little guy, but that was the first ER experience I've had with my three kids, and I have three boys, five, three, and one, so I'm going to have to celebrate that since it was a pretty uh, mom guilt experience for sure, but... I've actually never landed in the ER myself, never broken a bone, never gone to the ER. So going was still even like an experience where I was like, oh my gosh, I don't want to go. I don't want to be here. But obviously the baby, you know, needed to, of course we, we went, but yeah, that was just, that was just not fun. So to all the mamas out there who have experienced accidents like that, that we felt responsible for lots of shame and guilt around and just felt so terrible. I just am sending all the love to you and where you had to watch your baby or your, you know, kid endure pain, just a big, big hug and kudos to you and just know you're doing an amazing job and you're an amazing mama no matter what because you care and you're showing up and you are keeping them safe even if you don't, which was that probably one of the bigger things for me, it was like, I'm supposed to keep you safe. And you pulled my own cup over you, right? So that was a hard one. But I had a heavy week of just processing it. And I let myself do that, feel it. And I let myself, you know, be seen with my close friends, my safe spaces, who were there to check on on me, check in on me and, you know, listen. So, That's super important. 
So let's then just move into the topic of today, which is creating safety. So, you know, goes along with the theme of what my, what my life has been like, but really, um, this is about creating safety within yourself. Why and why we should do it and how we should do it, right? Ever since becoming a mom, creating safety for my kids has been just a very big purpose of mine. Like, so when I am dealing with, and this is, you know, emotionally, physically, like obviously physically, but more emotionally speaking. And that's always like my, where my thoughts go when we're having, you know, we're dealing with big emotions. We are dealing with the tantrums and they're sick, right? You know, like the things that we cannot control. My, my reminder to myself always is like create safety for them. You know, let them feel the emotions, teach them to process the feelings, um, make sure that they always know that I am a safe space for them to have the feelings, you know, to be sick and to know that there's comfort and unconditional love and like no shaming, no judgment, no blaming, none of those things. And what this does is it opens up a space for connection. So you letting them have these emotions, have these feelings, and really lean on you is going to create connection with them. But it's also going to teach them that having these feelings, having these emotions you know, facing hard times, challenging times in their life is normal and okay. And then you working through that with them. So whether it's, you know, the feelings, sickness, or a struggle with a person, a challenge with school or a job, you know, anything and everything that goes on in life in the human experience, it's going to teach them how to face these challenges, how to process these feelings so you're going to have you're going to raise children into strong emotionally mature people which is what our world needs right now because i definitely think our generation has a big mission on healing you know lineage stories that have just been plaguing families plaguing society and what has happened is we have a bunch of hurt people walking around hurting other people, projecting, right? Emotionally, um, physically, mentally, emotionally. Um, so what this is doing is creating and raising strong emotional humans. And in my case, raising three boys to grow into three strong confident, clear, grounded, emotionally balanced men. And that's super important to me because this is just going to make life easier for them, first of all. And it's going to allow them to have healthy relationships with other people and have more success in whatever ventures and businesses they go after. It's going to you know, help them make decisions better 
It's going to help them uh, manage their stress in life better. It's going to, I think, really give them a um, place of confidence to be who they are and who they want to be without, you know, that outside pressure taking control, essentially. That is my, you know, my goal for them. That's what my hope is for them. And not to say that I'm a perfect parent by any means, but it's just always my reminder that I need to create the safe space for them now because this is their home. They are young. This is where they're going to um, build the foundations of themselves, like their mental health, their physical, you know, health habits and what I teach them, what is normal and how to handle life. So creating the safety for them is letting them have a tantrum. And if they're going to, as long as they're not hurting themselves and hurting other people, like just give them a space to cry or to be mad and to talk about how, you know, ask them, what are you feeling? And give it, you know, give an actual name to how they're feeling. Talk about how that feeling, like what sensations they're experiencing in their body so they can recognize when I feel hot or my tummy hurts or um, whatever, you know, the sensation, oh, okay, this is a feeling of sadness or mad or, you know, um, hurt feelings. And then I give them options on what they can do and what they can't do when they have those feelings, you know. So I always tell my kids, you can be mad but you cannot use your hands when you're mad. So we're not going to hurt people. We're not going to throw things. We're not going to hit things. We can take a deep breath. We can talk about it or you can take space when you can scream into a pillow and you can hit a pillow. Like that's my options to them. And if somebody hurts their feelings and does something they don't like, I say, use your words. And most times it's their brothers. <laughs> Tell them you don't like it and to please stop. And I say, if they don't listen, then you need to get somebody else to help you. But I want them to learn how to find a solution themselves and how to work together as humans because they're going to go off and not be in my home forever. I need them to know how to recognize their feelings, recognize their, their options on processing and responding so that they're not in a reactive mode all the time and they're not in a defense mode. I want them to be clear and grounded in their emotions and be able to respond to life because that's how life like that's what you that's how you what you make of life is how you view it and how you respond to it and how you act on it. So creating that safety for them is so big and so important. And when when we can't when we aren't safe with ourselves, we can't be safe with other people. So it always starts with you. So that's why it's so important. And you think about that now in your own experience as an adult, you know, all the relationships in your current life, you know, you cannot be safe in a romantic relationship, in a friendship, in a business if you're not safe with yourself yet. So as a parent, you need to be safe with yourself so you can create safety with your, with your kids. If they don't feel safe with you, they aren't going to, there's going to be a lack of connection, right? They're also then not going to know 
what safety looks and feels like. They're not going to then be able to model that um, as they grow. And that can be really, really hard. You know, that can affect self-esteem and confidence and decision-making and, you know, the, the type of relation or, you know, people they have relationship with and friendships with. So it's super important in my eyes. So safety can also is very important in other relationships. So parenting, that's my spiel on it. But it's also is you need to have safety in your like romantic relationships and in your for your um, businesses like your clients those are like my three main things is like creates creating safety for your kids creating safety in your marriage or you know romantic relationship and creating safety in your business for your clients those are really really big so if you're not safe with yourself it's going to make it really hard to have safety with your spouse, with your romantic partner. Because if you aren't allowing yourself to feel those emotions, process emotions, then there's going to be a lack of safety for your spouse. When you create safety for them, then they can lean on you. You can lean on them. That creates a connection. That creates a healthy response to each other. When we don't, when we lack that safety with ourselves, we are in that reactive mode. We're in that defense mode. So you could be triggered, you can be activated. And if you don't have that safety within, then you're just going to react and project and assume. So if we create that safety with ourselves, we have a larger capacity to hold for our spouse And then also our clients. Like the more healing that I do creates more safety within myself. Which means I have a bigger capacity to hold for others. Safety for others. Safety for my children. Safety for my spouse. And and safety for my clients. So you won't be in a defense mode. You won't be in a reaction mode to other people. So the more healing and the more safety and peace that you have with yourself inside, you are going to then just be expanding your your capacity to hold other people, essentially. So that's my three biggest things when it comes to working on safety and why it's so important. It's going to affect your parenting and the relationships you have with your kids and what you're teaching and modeling them. It's going to be how big of a space you can hold your romantic partner and what type of space you can hold for your clients and how many clients. The more work you do, the larger capacity that that you hold because then you're not triggered, you're not activated and you just, you're clear and you're grounded emotionally, energetically and physically. So let's talk about the how. So constantly just doing the healing work, right? which is being aware of your own thoughts and emotions and constantly rewriting those old stories, those limiting beliefs, those negative feelings and thoughts. And that's going to be a constant thing that you work on. So just becoming aware of them, which I'll most likely do a podcast on limiting stories and beliefs, but I have a post on it on my social media. But 
that's going to be the things like, I'm not smart enough. I'm not good enough. I'm, it's never about me or I'm not pretty enough or I have to do it alone. Just all these limiting beliefs and all these limiting stories that were either modeled to you, actually told to you, um, maybe a situation or a person made you feel a certain way. Maybe it's just an insecurity, you know, confidence somehow down the road was stuck onto you that you're not important enough. It's never about you. You're not smart enough. And that limiting story becomes subconscious and it's just on loop over and over and over and over again. And that will just keep showing up in your life until you finally take the time to face the lesson and heal it rewrite it and rewire it. And what happens when you do that is you then get rid of the opportunity to be triggered and activated by somebody who had no intentions of even, even making you feel that way, you know, rage, anger, sadness, um, small, all the feelings that that could trigger and that could activate within yourself, which then creates a reaction to you physically, like your coping mechanisms, your bad habits, or maybe your projection onto somebody else blowing up. Um, but you re really like becoming aware of those things and those thoughts and those emotions and then rewiring them and rewriting, you know, the thoughts that are going on within yourself. Because some people have no intentions on activating us. Maybe sometimes they do, but at least, and that's them, like that's not up to them to cater to us. Our own healing journey is only our responsibility. It's nobody else's to walk on eggshells or to cater of like, oh, that, you know, mm, if I say it a certain way, it's not, it's not their problem. It's our responsibility. So really becoming aware of our thoughts and those limiting beliefs and then rewriting them is going to just regulate your emotions, like your internal emotions, your internal environment, how you respond. Because when we get rid of those negative you know, feelings and thoughts, then there's less and less for us to be triggered and activated in life and more and more space for us then to be in defense mode and be like a co-creator of our lives versus just like taking hits and being like, boom, boom, like, ouch, ouch, like all these things coming at us and then us just reacting and, and defense mode all the time. Like when we heal that, we create more space to be in offense mode, essentially. So that is one of the ways that we can create safety with ourselves, which then makes it so we can create safety for others. Um, just staying clear and grounded daily, which You know, it's just having those daily rituals like journaling, setting intentions, sitting in gratitude, meditating, moving your body, you know, just having quiet time to yourself. Like I every single morning get up, well, my my goal every morning is to wake up before the kids and just have time to myself where I can really be with my own thoughts, my own feelings, you know, detox any negative feelings or thoughts, you know, rewrite those limiting beliefs and untrue stories and then you know physically you know sweat moving my body so I can just get out anything that's stuck inside me any energy any bad thoughts and feelings um 
And it just, it, you know, it clears me. It grounds me every single day so that when the kids wake up, I'm in offense mode. Versus they wake me up, they're on my alarm clock, and they need me so much at these ages that it's just like, bam, go, 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 go. I'm in defense mode. I'm constantly trying to play catch up. And that just gets you into a really funky space, you know, in your head as a mom of just being like, oh my gosh, there's never any time for me. It's never about me. Well, I am the co-creator. I am in charge of me and I am responsible for my actions and my own healing journey. So if I need to work through those things and if I want a different story in my life, then I need to make the change. That change is me having those rituals, grounding myself and clearing my energy every single day so that I can be in offense mode. Having boundaries is another way to create safety. So there's obviously physical boundaries, right? Where we decide what no longer serves us or who no longer serves us and how we're going to spend our time. But there's also energetic boundaries, which I like to think of this as like literally like an auric field, or like force field around my body and my aura. <laughs> um, and just choosing to not absorb other people's energy, whether it's literally their energy that they're projecting, or maybe it's the things that they're saying. I'm choosing to acknowledge that what they're saying and what they're doing, if it's making me feel a you know certain way, a negative way, I'm choosing that those are their words and those their energy. It is not mine. That's a really big one because you cannot control other people. You can only control yourself. So if there's, you know, people in your life, right, that are not going to be on the same path as you or at the same season or chapter as you in your healing journey, maybe they're just never will be there, but there's somebody who you want in your life or that's just going to be there, then we have to choose what we're going to accept, into our minds, into our hearts, and into our our aura, our energy field. And, you know, some people may still say some things that really rub us the wrong way, and it may hurt a little bit, but if you acknowledge that that is not yours to believe and to keep and absorb, then you're way better off than just letting people say things, you know, have their opinions and, like, believing them and taking them as yours. Like, no. That's an energetic boundary right there. So being aware of other people's emotions. That's another way that you can create safety within yourself. And just respect that each people are allowed to have their own feelings and to have their own shit to work through. Just being aware that other people are going to be going through their own things reminds you that it's not about you. That it's about them. And whatever they're dealing with. And that can be really big if you're like a people pleaser. And you think that everything's your fault or everything's directed at you. It's a great reminder to just be aware that somebody's mood is not your fault. That's another energetic boundary. So once again, creating safety is so important. Like creating safety with yourself is so, so, so important to have those healthy relationships And to just expand and grow your life, your relationships, and your business. So if you're a parent, if you're married, in a relationship, if you're a business owner, like probably most of you who are are listening, is that you creating safety within yourself is just going to expand your life to the fullest. 
And having that safety is just going to clear and ground you and balance you, balance your emotions, balance your internal environment, um, you know, so your nervous system, your thoughts, it's just going to, you're going to be able to walk into a room and walk into a situation and feel safe with yourself so that no matter what is going on outside of you that you cannot control, you can be in offense mode. You're not in defense mode. You're in offense mode. You're co-creating your life right there. So create safety with yourself for your parenting, for your, your marriage, romantic life, and your business. You need to be safe so you can have a larger capacity to hold for other people. Because girlfriend, you're fucking amazing and you have so much to give to this world.